<laughs> so, uh, so your name is still Turtle Duck. Yes, I will remain Turtle Duck. Yeah, and I, I'm not so sure if bloop intuition is a good idea for me. I might want to like switch it up, switch mm-hmm. it, shake it up a little bit. But yeah. I mean, I guess I'll stick with it for now. You're um, you're you were once with a. We're one episode in, and you're already completely changing identities. Like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Right, yeah. I mean, seriously, it's like, what are you, a shifty? Is there anything innate, or is it all Is it all just what I portray? Again, in relation to you, which is what we were going to talk about purpose, right? Yes. Which is like, you know... Our topic of the day is purpose. Yeah, and so if you have an innate purpose, and... and um, yeah. So we have that quote, um... By that the one quote, guy. By that one guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, which um, is like, uh, um, you're, you only, uh, no, I don't even, it's, what? so I, yeah. I wrote it down. Okay, cool. I wrote it down, yeah. yeah. Say it. So, the purpose of that blank, like that item, is not that item, that whatever. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and that's from, okay, so, okay, so this is, we don't know where this came from, or I do, I read a book called Unintentional, which was. Like this, it was this Christian book, but it was it was specifically about screen time because, like, similar to health and mm-hmm. stuff, and similar to finance, I also have occasional relapses into a hyper conscientiousness of my own screen time, and like yeah. I feel like a brain strained, like a raisin brained zombie occasionally, occasionally, yeah. not very often. I mean, we were, we were playing Danganronpa like oh, just yeah. now. I mean, it's fun, right? Like yeah. video games are great. Um, but it was, I think, popping out the VR, because I had it boxed up for a while, uh, mm-hmm. just reminded me of, like, how how I feel about the VR now was how everyone used to feel about, or how everyone's moms used to feel about yeah. screens, like, five, ten years ago. Like, it wasn't very yeah. long ago when, uh, you know, a long time on a screen was... An hour. Yeah. Or like, half seriously. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, so that got me going back into consciousness and that, so I read this book... And, you know, I skim, like, I don't read every chapter or whatever, but the general gist is, like, like you have your full purpose that you're trying to, and this fits in with our what we're trying to talk yeah. about is purpose. You have this purpose, you have this, like, self-actualization in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You have your, you have your own identity that you're trying to, you're trying to fill the space of your life with, with, uh, mayonnaise. your, with mayonnaise, yes, with yeah. your purpose, your purpose mayonnaise, your function, you and your function together and screens are distracting you from that, you know, yeah. and that's the idea. And that, that's and actually book, something that I have in my notes here. Really, really, really. Yeah. Okay. Or similar, like a part of it. That, well, so so what's the quote again? The, um, so the purpose of that item, that whatever, is not that item, that whatever it is. Right. So yeah. and I read that in the book, and then it cited. The thing is, that's not from the book though. Yeah. This book, unintentional by book. Doug Doug something, but that, it's from a book that that book cites. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we're 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 third hand sourcing it here, right? Um, right. But so what you said earlier about that off of that quote was also very interesting, and that's um, what I become only matters in relation to what I am yeah. becoming for. Yeah. So what are you becoming for? Because like just being, it, it, like definition, existence is definition. You only exist defined in contrast to other things. And that's sort of a relativistic idea. I do believe in innate qualities and that, oh man, my, my, I guess it's not very coherent. It's not a very coherent philosophy, but I mean, I'm sure there's a connection in there somewhere in my subconscious that I just can't, I can't spit out right now, but I believe both things. I mean, yeah, I, I believe a lot of, a lot of, um, purpose and a lot of, a lot of identity and a lot of, um, 
a lot of that, yeah, that the whole show, what are you becoming for? What is it going towards, yeah. you know? You don't exist in a vacuum. And that kind of even could tie back to what we were talking about before in, like, marriage and relationships, that, yeah. like, what you are right now isn't what you're going to be in the future, but it's mm-hmm. what you're becoming and what you're what you're doing it all for that can tie you together. Yes. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. And that can also. Uh, well, well. First, before we move on, um, so purpose and the way it relates to like how how we think of our purpose as human beings, we think of ourselves as in need of some higher purpose, some reason for existing because we feel like existence is such a pain. Right. Yeah. Um. So, my point on that was... There's an empty hole. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> plenty. Um, <laughs> yep, 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 yeah. There's holes everywhere. I see, uh, them. I see them everywhere I go. No, that's Blaise Pascal's point, though, in his Ponce's, was, um, was that there's, you know, uh, that God was the key to the human heart. Or, wait, 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 wait. Um, uh, no, well, I read... I didn't actually read the... I read the Ponce's, but there, there was a... Uh, Charles something he he wrote like these expositions on them mm-hmm. and I read those okay. and it's it's the and he structured them sort yeah. of more than they are in the original text um, and and there's oh God is the key to the human lock and so like everyone's mm. everyone's um, which a lot of there are even atheist philosophers oh what's his what's his name crap I always forget their names because they all have these names but um, yeah. They're atheist philosophers who do agree that, like, we have a God-shaped hole in our heart. It's mm-hmm. just that God isn't there. Yeah. Um, and so that's not a Which is an interesting idea. point of view. It is, but, um, yeah. But so where I was going with that is we have these views that oh, we... Oh, sorry. Did I run you over? What? I think I ran you over. A little over. bit. It's okay. Dang. I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. Okay. Um, so we have these points of view that we need this higher purpose that, like, as humans, it's not worth living without. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... We view societally, um, scientists at least, and people who like are hardcore science people, will say, you know, humans are animals. Like we're we're living, breathing animals, right. just like the rest of them. I mean, we mate but, like them. Yeah, we, we try and, uh, and like eat we we do have food. a lot of animalistic tendencies. We have domi- dominance hierarchies. Yeah, like it's but Jordan Peterson. at the same time, we view ourselves as needing a higher purpose. Whereas we're completely content with having our animals like, <laughs> do whatever we want, right. and we think yeah. that they're okay with that. Like, but if we're animals, then why are we not okay with treating ourselves like that? So I guess you're saying um, that we see animals look really content and complacent just uh, doing their normal yeah. animal things, whereas when humans do their normal animal things, they're not... They're not content. There's that extra dimension of, like, okay, now I'm going to search for meaning. Yeah. Like, once you have your... it's Yeah, it's the it's Maslow's... Hierarchy of needs. Like, once you have your baseline survival met, then you look for long-term safety. Then you look for relationships and love. And then you, beyond that, you look for self-actualization. But then the differentiation, like, that I think a lot of people subconsciously make, a lot of people who say we are animals subconsciously make this decision that, oh, it's okay that animals stop there. Mm-hmm. But we don't. Like, they're, they're, at the same time, they're going to say, you know, like, animals... Like, they can live their life, like, being my lapdog and be content with that. Right. But at the same time, there's no way they would be content with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no way, like, it's ridiculous to think a person would be content with that. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, people think that they're animals and that animals are content with that. 
Right, which, so, I like, mean, some aren't, to be fair. Yeah, some, some, some want freedom. I mean, dogs yeah. run away all the time. And, like, yeah, that that's like... Um, but but it is it is it is our, our, our instincts, which but are... But it's an inconsistency that I see. Right, right, um, yeah. Yeah, that is an inconsistency. Which is, yeah, so, like, on one hand, they claim humans are animals, and on the other hand, they... They knowingly they know they know that okay some animals are totally fine being in this like sort of uh, Truman Show of a world where yeah. where everything's sort of like really conveniently set up like oh there's this litter box here yeah. oh there's this food here oh it magically appears every so often you know mm-hmm. um, whereas whereas you know humans obviously uh, look for uh, try to break that which. Which, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you give humans wide enough space, they won't try to break that. I mean, you, yeah. you fill up to meet your space, and then... Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but like, we don't... And, like, it may be because we can't properly communicate with them, but, like, at this point, uh, yeah, we don't no. see well, that was my biggest searching thing for against, purpose. Yeah. Um, that was my biggest thing against what you said. Or not against what you said. That was my biggest, like, I guess... Like Socratic question, yeah. Because obviously, counterpoint. it'd be they like, okay, so can we? Yeah. Right, right, right. It's like, I mean, there's only so much that we can. We can't just take our attitudes as like de facto. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm on, not trying to do that, right? Um, which you're not trying to do that. You're just saying it's an inconsistency. Yeah. It's an inconsistency. Um, um and like yeah. if we were to properly communicate with animals and find out, oh, none of them are content with the way we treat them, then like that would be very different. Yeah. But like but like Bruce for, right. Bruce for example is so like happy. Yeah. my dog he he loves it and like like he yeah. loves he being around away. people he he did accidentally run away one time oh, he got really? lost no. and he was so scared he doesn't well like, I thought he got anxiety right he and does like, get anxiety yeah. and panic so he and was stuff? hiding and like completely freaking out because we weren't around to like pick him yeah. up and pet him and stuff but like if he's just in the house and there's one of us home the, he has no problems. Right. Even if we're, like, completely He's totally separated. chilling. He's totally yeah. chilling. Yeah. And, like, you, you don't see him... And there are cats even, that are like that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, I don't see him staring off in the distance wondering about, like, what his life could mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we make memes about that. Like, <laughs> animals, like, wondering yeah. about it. Because it's just such a funny foreign, like, I mean... Because they don't do that, LOL. I mean... Maybe and on like, some weird level they do. They but might, and maybe like they, they easily could, and we and just don't there's know. There's no way we would know. Yeah. But at this point, we have no way of knowing, and it doesn't seem like it. Right. Is my point. Um, and like yeah. nobody, nobody considers that when they say. Well, the thing is, you don't see them trying to communicate to us yeah. beyond just the simple "Hey, I need food." Hey, yeah. let's go play fetch. Hey, I'm happy to see you. Hey, this. Hey, that. Yeah. But it's it's never like. Hey, why am I here? Like, there's no, there's no inquiry, yeah. you know. There's no like, hey, let's communicate with the humans there's on a no, deeper level. There's no, like, like, there's no critical thinking that goes into. There's no metacognition. Yeah. There's no, there's no, yeah. It's there's, there's no, no self awareness. It's yeah. it's not, yeah. And that um, that's you know, and I guess that's a big piece of why we want purpose is because we think about we we have that metacognition, we have that yeah. self awareness, we have that extra dimension of like. There's me, and then there's me about me. Yeah, and and that's and that's really, I guess, where. Yeah, and that's and I guess that's a really strong point for free will too. Is like you know, even if animals don't have free will and they're pretty, uh, they're pretty. What is it? Uh, predictable. Uh, you know, humans. Uh, even if they're predictable to a T, it's not. Yeah, they they still could change on a dime if they get some sort of. Oh yeah, and like my personal belief is that any human can do anything. Like, I would, mm-hmm. it, can, it can surprise me if it's somebody I know really well and know that, like, I, I don't expect this of them. Right. But 
I myself believe that, you know, everybody is capable of You're everything. You're a change optimist. Yeah. You're a change well, optimist. Also pessimist, because, like, I, right, I firmly believe about, yeah. that anybody could be a serial killer or a murderer or, like, a rapist or something. Right. But then at the same time, they could also be, like, Mother Teresa or, like, Buddha or Jesus right. or whatever. Like, some kind There's of amazingly good... There's this big flexibility. Good. There's this yeah. big potential. And that's, that's another thing that differentiates us from animals is it's there's potential. just such... It's potential and there's such a wide range of human... Yeah. Uh, of human conditions. Like with animals, you let them loose natural. There's only a few types of conditions you'll yeah. find those animals in. With and humans, one of the one of the big ones from captive animals is dead. Right, right. I mean there's <laughs> dead, there's alive, there's happy and unhappy. I mean there's a very few things. And then there's with, like with feral, people or they remain Right. I mean are they neutered, right? Neuter your doggo. Well, <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah. Neuter your doggo. So so yes. yeah. So that's another big thing is like, you know, we we uh yeah, I definitely think there 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 are lines to be drawn between people and animals. Yeah, and I don't. Uh, it's yeah. Which I mean, not to say that animals are not part of the moral community. Yeah. Just because they they feel pain and they feel pleasure, and so at least from a utilitarian standpoint, they they apply to that set of rules mm-hmm. at the very least. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, we put down dogs who are in pain. We we put down Which, animals honestly, that are in I don't pain. know that I agree with that. It depends that's on how much pain. Yeah. That's a different that's a whole different thing. Right. But um Yeah. Anyway. Um but so we believe that but we have so, purpose. Yes. What do people find their purpose in? What what kind of things like Right and so where we, do people typically go for purpose? Right. And so like if you talk to people who are dying or you talk to people yeah. who are who well, you just talk to a lot of people and then you talk to people who are dying and like, you know, hindsight's yeah. twenty twenty kind of a deal. And there's a lot, it's like very clear, it's like, you know, people, relationships, and then spirituality, faith, those are like the two, the those two, two heavyweights. Yeah. Um, but I do think your wealth does factor into that, because like, a lot of like, higher, like, higher wealth people and mm-hmm. like, uh, families and stuff, uh, their dying words will probably be about money. Um, oh, really? Yeah. But... Like, I can't say that as a blanket statement. I don't, right. like... See, well, but, well um, my thing with that thought would be that, like, I would think that it would be money insofar as money equated to social status, or, like, uh, insofar as it equated yeah. to, to, like, mental health, so, like, you're mentally well. Yeah. So, of course, that gives you more of a sense of purpose than you feel when you're dead inside all the time, which mm-hmm. could result if you have a low socioeconomic status. But also... Um, but also... The... But also just the social side of it, of being wealthy. You're just in a higher. You're you're aware of the wealth yeah. hierarchy. You're aware or of even, like some people are wealthier than others, and that that you yeah. know, you'll feel like you're fulfilling more of a purpose when you just feel like you're on the top of that. You know. Yeah. I mean that's a, yeah. Um, so and to to the end of materialism as well. Um, you know, if if you see a young man dying, odds are his last words are going to be clear my hard drive. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I have a really long yeah. USB I need you to freaking destroy <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Lots of stuff um, on there. Don't want that anywhere. So, like, it depends also on. Oh, that goes in. Wait, wait, wait. So, we also want to touch on um, the Snowden stuff and the government spying and the conspiracies, which ties Ooh, into. Okay, which yeah, ties that into ties the into USB. The, but, yeah. but, okay, keep going. Sorry. Um, 
So permanence is good in some ways. I'm happy about that in some ways. That, yeah. that gives me a sense of permanence. Like I'm part of me is alive forever, but also it's terrifying that the government knows that much. Yeah. Um, so another another thing towards people finding their purpose in materialism. Uh, so what we were talking about earlier was um, like cell phones and stuff being a distraction and stuff. Right. That yeah. I feel like that isn't necessarily seeking purpose. But it is in the fact that you are, like, you are fulfilling yourself and not, not necessarily, it's like anti-purpose, I guess. Like, it's holding off the debate of what am I worth for scrolling through meaningless feeds. Oh, you're saying it's like an escape. Um, Yes. So, like, that kind of distraction, which typically we find nowadays through screens or books or whatever... But, um, like, we, we find our ways to distract ourselves, and I feel like that is inherently anti-purpose. Uh-huh. In that you are taking from your search for purpose in order to inherently not search. Right, 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 right. Um, and that's what you do whenever you consume something. Which, don't get me wrong, yeah. learning is great. Like, having that, like, flexing that is great. But, like, when, when the consumption is passive in nature, it definitely yeah. goes against that active de- self-definition that searching for your purpose has, right? Like, yeah. it's like you're, you're taking in. You're not giving out. You're not exercising yeah. your cap- capacities. Instead, you're, you're just being spoon-fed, you know? Which, yeah. which, you know, there's a time and a place for that. I mean, there it's, is. it's good to relax. It's good to play Danganronpa with the boys. Oh, but yeah. It's, it's not... You know, but it's not the. But that's actually not... this is the high of life. Like I love, yeah. I love hanging out and doing this. But um, <laughs> not, but, but, but as not... a lifestyle, I yeah, guess. it's not going to keep you satisfied and content with your life and feel like the pain is worth it, right? Because there um, is no pain, really. Well, I mean, there's a little bit, unless if it's a cheesy show. You yeah, know? but like, You're like even cringe, these actors suck cringe. Even if there's pain, even if there's not pain, like either way, the distractions don't give you anything like you can get real wrapped up in a show or a movie or a game or a book or anything but your life is still the Mm -hmm. same afterwards right i mean well most on average i would say i mean uh, yeah there there i guess the rebut to that would be there are certain moving parts and stories that inspire people for change after after that is definitely a big fact but but during the fact like while during the fact it's just an experience you know it also depends on why you are consuming what you're consuming I'm yeah. speaking mostly to not necessarily the edu- like educational. Right, just like Netflix, I'm trying to forward Netflix, my life Hulu, like, yeah. uh, a shooter games. Like, yeah, you know. just like spending 18 hours, a, or not 18 hours a week, like 30 hours a week doing video yeah. games. Yeah, um, Dude, my like, iPhone screen time is like really as higher than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, literally, it's like... It's like 60 hours a month or uh, something I used like to that. be so against social media, and then I got Instagram and started looking at no, knives. Uh, and so and I do that hooked. like two yeah. hours a day. Oh, uh, snap. Um, yeah. No, Reddit was what caught oh, me yeah. in that Reddit same too. way. In that same I, way. I, I'd go back and forth. Yeah, which um, Reddit falls into that, that category of like you're consuming and you're yeah. not actually... Because, well... Sometimes, uh, if you post or if you comment, yeah. that's you doing something. Yeah. But um, but scrolling, man, the reading and the scrolling oh, it just yeah. never ends. There's so like, much. Yeah. Um, it's funny actually. Yeah. But like, and memes, like we call that like culture, which I mean, I I understand it's a part of what we do. Oh yeah, but, memes are totally culture. But it doesn't forward your life in any way, shape, or no, form. It, does it doesn't not. give yeah. you any sense of purpose or meaning or mm-hmm. satisfaction. You just go, 
<laughs> or well, or well, even more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, because the thing is humor, so to me, humor is a social experience. And yeah. so if you, which isn't true for literally everyone. I'm sure there's people who find great laughs and appreciations uh, outside of, like, a social context. But for me personally, like, man, if there's a friend that I can laugh to or yeah. with, that's yeah. better than, that That just, that. In, I mean, just anecdotally, like, I just laugh And way, that, that can more. sometimes make it worth the hours upon hours of researching, basically yeah. researching memes. Right. In order to, To like, get a stash sort of like your yeah. brother's, where it's, like, literally insane yeah. every time he shows us, like, how many potent, his, his collection, it's so dense with potent yeah. memes. Like, there's no filler in, like, the memes he has. Yeah. It's literally all good memes. But, wow. like, at the same time... His life is going nowhere oh, while he's doing no. that. Well, like, well, no, well, no, no, no. Like, and I, the right. same for while me when I'm, that. yeah, while he's doing, while that. Right. he's doing, yeah, outside of doing that, yeah. So his life yeah. is definitely moving. I wasn't trying to say that, right, but like, right. it, like me when I sit on Instagram looking at like that, Bell songs that, for twenty your, minutes. Your life isn't moving, right? Yeah, my yeah. life is staying still, and I'm wasting time that I could have used to discover purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So back to. Talking about purpose, because this was our anti-purpose discussion. Oh, yeah, um, we went into anti-purpose. So, back screen to... Screen time. Oh, that's cool how screen time got wedged in, because I yeah. wanted to talk about that, and it got wedged into being anti-purpose. Okay, yeah. great. Um, that, yeah, that, that, that was kind of how... Out. Yeah. That pans um, out But back to religion and relationships. Those are the two things that people typically... Like, the bulk of people yeah. find, or at least try to find their meaning in. Um, so, relationships... Um, there's a whole bunch of different kinds. Like it's so dynamic how people relate to each other. But yeah. um, but let's let's start with family. Family. Um, yeah, family is the biggest one, and a lot of that's like just biology too. Like yeah, I mean, I, like ask any parent. It's like they'll say like everything changes. Like I was talking like I, um, oh man, I was like my mentor. He he said like, dude, you have no idea the amount of love you're capable of until mm-hmm. you have a child. Like yeah, that's like it's insane and. You know, because for a while, I didn't realize what the difference was mentally between adopting and between having, like, a biological uh, but it's child. There. But it's definitely there. And I want to adopt, or at least I, I might too, adopt, actually. you know? Like, adopting is, is great, and it, it's not... Yeah. I guess it doesn't diminish the love between an adoptive yeah. father and son. It's there. It's the innate... It's the... Yeah, it's biology, but, I guess. But, yeah, the, the inherent biological factor is there. Right. And, like, by... Like, Adoptive parents can be great and awesome, and, like, I, I, I'm totally pro-adoption. Right, like, right, my right. dad was yeah. adopted. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, love, I love that in, in the ways that it is successful. But, um, but it's not exactly the same as having a biological parent. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's why, I guess that's why it's jarring uh, when, when some people find out that they were adopted. Yeah. Uh, was because... Um, which well, like, I don't know. I can't actually speak to that because I... I, no, I think I it's stupid to hide that. Yeah, it really is. I mean, um, well, the longer you hide it, the longer, the yeah. worse it... Which is I mean, most secrets, to be real. Like, like, that's the same view I have on, like, Santa Claus and, like, the Easter Bunny and stuff. Like, right, you, right. Why hide Tell, the reality? Give them the red pill. Give them yeah. the red pill. Like, why hide the reality to your children when you could just not, and they expect the world to be as it is. Right, yeah. Um, Realistic expectations, which it's like life minus expectations equals happiness is a is a idea. Which and may be why childhood is so fun. Right, but, yeah. But not worth it. 
not yet. I mean, like, childhood is good, and, like, you'll have it whether you know that, that Santa isn't real or not. You'll have it whether you, like, mm-hmm. know where you're from or not, you know? Um, well, what do you mean? I guess, what do you mean when you say, um, that's why childhood is so good? Like, like well, life minus expectations equals happiness. How does that make childhood good? Well, it was more the, like, you can believe, like, whatever you want to believe oh, can be oh, the truth for you. Right, And that's, yeah. that's, nobody's gonna deny it. Right, you know? no one's gonna let um, down your expectations or your yeah. high hopes or your uh, go-getter attitudes, you know. Like, and that, I think in part, that's because you have no attitude. experience to know... There's oh, no my, contrast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, if you're let down, you can just make new expectations, and that's fine. Um, in in a certain in sense. In a certain sense. But also, it's like, if you're a parent, and you, like, totally just brush off your child, like, to them, that's the biggest thing in the world, and that's totally then, a subverted expectation. Like, if it's, if it's a one-time deal... It'll be gone in 45 minutes. Oh, 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 right, right. You mean with yeah. overall, like, impressions and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but on from that, I think... Oh, 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 I get what your point is. You're saying that because kids are so malleable compared to adults, yeah. that their expectations are way more fluid and therefore, uh, like, malleable to change. Yeah. And, and so it's it's easier to keep, to keep optimistic. And we don't put even as through... much... Like, a, as a child, I, at least from my experience, I didn't put as much... Of myself on the line with my expectations. Um, And, like, now it really means something if I'm let down. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, it was like, like, yeah, whatever. I'm sad, maybe I'll cry for five minutes and then I'll go do something else. Yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest places that I see people over the age of like 40 um, finding their purpose is in biological blood family right um and so like i i've even seen it with my dad like hunting down his relatives Mm -hmm. um like what's your family line what's your yeah all the aunts uncles cousins and like viewing that as such an important shaping factor of your personality and who you are this is how you know this is a fringe podcast yeah this is like totally anti-families are the families are just down think, with the patriarchy. No, I think I mean, family is awesome and wonderful. No, no, no. I, I, I'm um, totally, uh, I'm uh, no, straw, I man, straw manning what you're, yeah. <laughs> no bad. I'm not actually, I'm um, not genuine. This is just a joke. It was a joke. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my personal views on family What are, are your views? Not the Mr. same. Mr. Turtle Duck, um, tell me your views. So my view is that blood is important. Like, it, it brings biological families What do you mean by together. important? Um, <laughs> do you mean it's actually valuable, or do you mean that it comes with a sort of motivation? I think its value is twofold. Partially, it, like, it gives you, a, like, a whole basis for shaping your personality as a young individual. Okay. Like, it, it gives you a place to start. Right. And that is invaluable. Wise. Yeah. 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 But um the other side of that is that Oh, that's a double-edged sword though because if you have a terrible well, family then that that's that's a problem for your identity. I'm going to yeah. get to that. Okay. Um but the the second part of that is that biological oh, well this is like this is me and my relatives like they're kind of a part of me so I need to take care of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't quite have that mentality as strongly as most people I know. So what is um, your mentality? Or so wait, why don't you have that mentality? 
partially, I view it as um, as kind of a result of being raised on, like, Rick Riordan fiction uh, and, yeah. like, things like that. Like, being told over and over and over that your family is who you choose. And friendship is and, magic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, friendship is the most important thing, and your friends are going to be what guides you through life and not your family. Harry Potter. Harry Which, Potter. I mean, it's the Harry Potter story. Your family That's does guide you of Harry Potter, and, actually. like, gets you started... And, like, that's so crucial. But... So you're saying you hate families? No. Okay. I think family is one of so the most important foundational blocks of a person. Okay. But I think family as but an adult... But you also hate family. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think family All as right. an adult doesn't need to be blood. So I feel like you're not really making a clear point. Like, what are you trying to... What's your... What are you trying to say? Because you're saying, like, you think it's crucial... But then, but I then think, it's, but but what? But, but think, if you're saying, but I think it can only be one okay, thing. Okay, okay, right? okay. okay. Right it here, can't right just here. be partially valuable. Right it here. has to be all or nothing. It's a polarizing. Everything has to be a polarized extreme. You here, have to have one label for yourself. Here's my polarized view. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so I think that. Oh crap! I had it. Hold on. It just oh, left dude, my brain. I'm no. sorry. I was trying to be funny. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So I think that family is what you make it. Right. Family only goes in so far as what you want from it. Family can be like family to an extent can be whoever you choose. Wherever you choose. The, like the it, more important factor than blood families, is the work you put into yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. relationally, it's like yeah. relationships are more important than oh, this person was birthed by the same person uh-huh. or a yeah. related person. Like I I feel like I don't have and that's a any big... responsibility to like right. to form a relationship with these people who have never cared. And that's to. that's one of the key that's one of the key Western ideas is yeah. like instead of being defined by your family, by the collective, you're instead like you're an individual. Yeah. Your sins are your own. You're not judged by like your parents' sins. And or you your, can or, define your not, own. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not you can go out there, settle new frontiers, and it's not you know, you're not you're not automatically just part of a sect just because your parents are part of that sect. You know? Yeah, um, and like and I feel like as as a free I mean, that's American, a healthier way to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. a healthier way to do things. I, I feel like as a free American, right, like I I have a right to choose who my family is. Dude, you have so many rights, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I was doing my homework for criminal justice, dude, and like the criminal <laughs> procedures. You have so many rights when you're, uh, what is it? When you're, when you're plea <clears throat> bargaining. You have so many rights. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny how many rights. I had to write a PowerPoint thing. I wrote 12 slides. Write. There were 12 slides of rights. Dang. Okay. That's a lot of rights you got. That so is a lot of rights. You should know your rights. And a lot of wrongs. And a lot of wrongs. <laughs> so. Um, all right. So, but yeah, that, that kind of brings us to our relationships with friends as well. Um, kind of how I view it is, like, friends are family when you let them be. Um, and that Aww. can, yeah, well, Aww. not you, no. So we're family. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> That's um, so sweet. I didn't know you'd use the podcast to say something like that. That really touches. That tingles my heart. Well, if it if it helps, it wasn't necessarily only directed towards you. Oh, okay, but oh. a little bit. But but we were just talking uh. about how like collective identity is inferior to individual identity. So why would you say something, make a sentiment like that on a collective basis instead of an individual basis? <laughs> I'm just really mean, dude. I'm demeaning the value. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
All right, but back back on topic. On topic. Um, Stay on another topic. relationship that I find people finding meaning in, and this is this is only. Oh wait, like, sorry. Did you make all your points about friendship? I, I didn't mean to. I, mean, I, didn't, I sort of. I didn't really I have know. a whole lot. Oh, you didn't have a whole lot. So uh, can yeah. I say something about friendship? Yeah, go most. For it. So I actually the relationships I've gotten, I've, well, okay. So like parental stuff is is like so fundamental so key or whatever mm-hmm. as far as as far as what do i mean as far as extended family and as far as um even sometimes in phases siblings not not overall siblings mm-hmm. in phases um what do i mean i mean yeah a friend has the potential to become a sibling like that's you know yeah i mean and people people <clears throat> like who are in war together they refer to each other as brothers because it's literally that level of a yeah of a friend it's just an understood thing that you can kind of rank up to that you know no one's ever gonna rank up and yeah. become my mom right my <laughs> mom is my mom well, i mean and no one can ever rank up i mean <laughs> stepmom no one's ever gonna be a stepmom i mean maybe <laughs> okay, sorry, not to diss on stepmom. Man, oh, that's uh, no, so no, no, controversial no, 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 all of a sudden. No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's okay. I guess what I mean is, um, but when it comes to the the similar, the dynamic, the the role, the role definition of a sibling can be akin to the, to one of a friend. It, once the friend is like close enough, I think, and a lot of a lot of, and sometimes it can even get closer because you didn't grow up with that person uh, necessarily, yeah. and so you're not you're not keeping their past version of them in your mind whereas like past versions of my siblings are still in my mind even if they've changed you know from from my experience growing up in relation to a person can and not always but can sour the relationship mm-hmm. um like with like not gonna not gonna say the way they're related to me but with certain people um, and not, not my immediate family. Okay. But, um, but with certain people... I was about to say, like, people could listen to this. No, 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 yeah, people, I'm not yeah. talking about my immediate <laughs> nice. family. Okay. Um, but with certain people, I, like, I have been forced to have somewhat of a relationship with them off and on because I'm meat-related. because right, it's obligate. Yeah, yeah, it's obligatory, it's like right? Obligatory. And that feels really empty. Yeah. yeah, and it is. And, like, yeah. I don't... I don't feel like I have a it's responsibility. It's like once a year, you know, yeah. or something like that, where it's feel, like you never see them. I feel like having a responsibility to that person to fake a relationship when it's convenient is wrong. Right, yeah. And I don't want to do it. That's just something um, in our culture that I guess is a lot is really weird. And that's what a lot of... So reading my psychology book, that's mm-hmm. what a lot of immigrant families really find kind of jarring about our culture is like like for example uh like latin american or latin immigrants right like in their culture it's 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 totally normal to keep your elderly in your home with you yeah and to have like a really interconnected relationship it's not like these occasional like bi-yearly or yearly visits it's like we're totally like with each other off and yeah. not to stereotype not to say that every single Latin, but, but that's just the cultural thing right it's yeah. a cultural thing and so that's that's a big and that's even and a that lot feels like, more genuine that that feels more um it's good. oh okay that feels more that feels more honest you know yeah. that feels more instead of trying to like walk this impossible line you just take it because you actually you know? have a relationship right it's not just trying but to like, sort of have the best of both worlds yeah it's like, oh i want to never see you but i also want to yeah like catch it's up like, like i hate you when i have to be around you for more than a couple yeah. hours but mm-hmm. i'll i'll act like i really enjoy your company because that's what family yeah. does which that's not to and say like, that like no relationship can survive a hiatus i well, mean there are plenty yeah. of relationships that survive hiatuses but when that's like the defining like when 
that's all it is yeah. ever, you know. Then it's that's, like, okay, what's happening? Yeah, I don't feel like as as somebody who was forced into a family, I don't feel like I owe any anything to right. somebody who doesn't put in the effort to know me except when it's convenient, right. you know? Now, now what okay, but what I will say is that um my personal anecdotal experience with those yearly bi-yearly things mm-hmm. have actually been have actually been gr- I feel really connected to these people and I really love these people. Um in my in my particular case, not with every extended member of my family, not with every and it is it feels distant sometimes because like there's never initiative. There's mm-hmm. never like, hey, call me on the phone. Hey, email me. Hey, this, hey, that. It's mm-hmm. never like, you know, hey, what's up? But but when we do get together, it's still it's a it's a familiar and welcoming place, I guess, is what I mean. And so I. Yeah. So if I guess what I mean is if there's a contract, if there's an agreed upon, like, okay, this is what it's going to look like and we're going to love each other when we're doing it and we're going to be there for each other when we need it, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, but, but, that, but that doesn't – I feel like the hidden premise of, like, you're obligated to have that kind of structure, that's yeah. kind of, like, annoying, I guess. Yeah. Um, and like, if I you know, don't set that up before. My, my experience has been very different. Right, um, yeah. Like, with extended family and stuff, it's like – Oh, like this person you've never met, except when you were like a baby, right? Then, yeah, and then like yeah, and that's then literally over, everybody. Yeah. yeah, like there are especially none. with bigger families. There's yeah, that. it's like oh, I have random cousins here, there, and everywhere. it's like yeah. you don't care to know me, so why would I go out of my way to suffer through a conversation with you more than I have to? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then they they like I wouldn't say act insulted. They would if they knew how I felt, uh-huh. but um. Which, like, this would be a great outlet for that, because then I wouldn't <laughs> oh, have no. to say it directly to him, but, like, oh, nobody, no. none of uh, none of the people I'm oh, thinking no. of would ever watch this. Okay, cool. So, it's good. But, um, that would be funny. No, uh, but, <laughs> but, but, I mean, but there is, I guess what I mean is there is a version of that that can work, because I've lived it. Like, like, we get together, yeah. like, every year, or every, I'm not or every, like, Thanksgiving, work. or whatever, and, like, we'll just, we'll get, like, I mean, me and my uncle and my aunt, we, like, get freaking wings and, like, mm-hmm. pizza, and that's just the thing, is, like, yeah. we just pig out. And it's great, and it's there's such this there's this camaraderie, like it's mm-hmm. you know there's a genuine relationship behind it, I guess is what I yeah. mean. It's not just all formality, but I can easily easily envision a version of that where it is all formality, and that, and and yeah, so it's and like, that's a lot of people talk about their extended families in that formal sense too, yeah. which just gives me the impression that other families are doing it in a more empty kind of way. Yeah, um, that's how my so. family does it. Oh, it's like, okay, well, anyway, so that's family. Not, not that's completely. Family. Purpose, but, um, right? We're talking yeah. about purpose, so family, uh, So another friends. another big one is a spouse. Spouse, um, ooh, the hots. I have the hots for my spouse. Yeah, so, like, a lot of people feel like, uh, even a lot of Christians who, like, say that their hope is in God or whatever, they're, they're really putting their, like, the weight of their value in whether they can get married. Oh yeah, well that's um, a huge thing though. So it's like not to their not to their not, judgment. Not, yeah, you know? I'm not trying like, to judge yeah. anybody, and I've been there. Not to their not um, to knock them. I yeah, guess, but I, I'm not trying to do that. But I'm just saying that's that's a big thing that people of even even the people who say that they disagree, it's still a big thing that people do. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, no matter who you are, odds are you're going to try to find meaning and purpose for your life. In your spouse. Right, yeah. Um, Especially here where it's like, you know, Disney and you're going to yeah. get your Cinderella syndrome. Like, yeah. Uh, 
You're gonna find your babe, and it's gonna be you're happily gonna find ever after. And yeah, it's gonna be happily ever click. after for like five minutes, and then you're right. gonna go into and then the credits are gonna the roll. second yeah. like the what's it called? And then the, you're gonna get divorced. Yeah, the horrible pr- uh, sequel to the original that always sucks and like makes right. it like yeah. drag on. And then soils the first um, one because like in like hindsight is 2020, and so the yeah. first one that was good when you're going through it is yeah. now suddenly really miserable and bitter because. Wow, yeah, no, that's that's terrible, and that's what I hope won't happen. Um, that's what, that's, yeah, I mean, it's weird how much you, it's such a weird thing, because on one hand, if you treat it like it has no weight, then, 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 then yeah, it's this empty, frivolous thing that, as you said last podcast, mm-hmm. isn't going anywhere, you know, but on the yeah. other hand, if you put an unrealistic amount of weight on it and really expect them to just fulfill your happiness, yeah. Then that's that's unhealthy too, and so there's and so, this weird balance that I I don't really know where to define that. I think most people put too much weight on it, and that's why it ends up being, oh, this it was Cinderella story, but right. now it's, mm-hmm. you know, this like crap show of whatever. Because the um, weight the weight is expectations, and life yeah. minus expectations equals happiness. So like and the less people expectations, put so many unspoken expectations on this. Right, spouse. that's the worst part. Is most of it is implicit. Like yeah. most of it isn't even like okay. Let's most agree of it's to like this I was raised with these expectations, so now I yeah. have them for you, and oh, I'm going to assume oh, that dude, you have the oh, same dude, one. This is so huge. So this this point that you're making right now about like this. this is such a huge problem nowadays because mm-hmm. diversity of thought, which is something I love. I love diversity of thought. A sad byproduct is that because of the internet and because of geographical uh, dislocation um, and and just people move all the time here and people, and like there's more, I guess there's way more, there's such a huge cultural variety, which, mm-hmm. great. I love diversity. I love, I love diversity of thought especially. I yeah. think that people don't value that enough. Uh, sad... Uh, a sad byproduct of that is that dating is so much it's way less straightforward than it used yeah. to be because it used to be it like you know the underlying ideologies the implicit ideologies were bound to geography right so if you mm-hmm. grew up near near Betsy you both went to the same church or you both went to the same rights religion yeah, like your or parents you both, knew each other your parents you knew. knew each other there were the social rules there was yeah. the lingo and there's not much to hash out that you don't already both just assume you don't have to question each other's like yeah. metaphysical moral you don't have to really psychoanalyze each other in that deep deeper sense because a lot of that is just not and so you can get you can go on to like enjoying each other getting to know each other in other ways uh, sharing interests yada yada but the thing is here now what people do is they go on to all that stuff but all this moral and metaphysical stuff they don't hash out because they think it's implicit but really it's not because this person is very they're you know, completely especially separate Especially with the internet. Especially yeah. with the internet. Because with the internet, you literally can learn. You can go on YouTube, search up life of, uh, you know, this, that, the other thing. You get so many theories, so many different ways of viewing the world are on, I mean, any Wikipedia rabbit trail, like Alice, Alice in Wonderland, just hold down yeah. the freaking, I mean, it's insane. Uh, so, so yeah. that's, I guess, it, you have to really cover <clears throat> more bases now than you used to. And that that's kind of... I mean, and it's like, bittersweet because if you do find someone that hits your niche, then that's niche. But then it then may even great. be hard to know if you find yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, like, that diversity of thought can, like, what you were saying before, it can end up being to your detriment if you have these completely differing, unspoken, like, biases on what you want. Right, yeah. Um, and Diversity that, of thought is good insofar as you nail it down and yeah. be specific. But when you it's... You have to... It yeah. has to be spoken. Right. Um, yeah. Because otherwise, in, in a relationship where you're relying on the other person, not only for, like, whatever kind of pleasure, but for, 
like meaning and mm-hmm. a lot of people that's where they find it like that is right. a, one of the biggest is aside from religion is having a spouse yeah. who treats you yeah. like you're worth something not gonna lie that's huge for me that's huge for me yeah. that's like I look forward to getting married every day like yeah. every day I think man one day I'm gonna pass someone she's gonna be freaking hot and she's gonna be freaking <laughs> like just uh, like I- I'm gonna actually feel like loving mm-hmm. that person for the rest of your life. Right. And that that feeling, like, I look forward to that feeling. I, I, I can, I predict myself getting some meaning from that, yeah. you know? But then so. also, like, I think in today's day and age, like, that, that ex- expectations that you put on your spouse are higher than they've ever been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It like, used to be, hey, we'll both be dead in five years. Let's get yeah. married. And our kids might die before they reach five, but let's get married. Yeah. Oh, hey, we're going to be poor and destitute for a while because we're peasants. We're in the wrong caste. Let's get married. Like, literally, yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was more realistic in that sense. Not a great picture. Still don't like it. Yeah. Still not preferable. But the game has changed. The game has yeah. nonetheless changed. And even um, to the extent of, like... Oh, man, is this picking up? Sorry, is this picking up the audio? What? It should be. It's good? It cool. should be. Okay, yeah, just, I, like, you if can it's see super the little quiet, bar. If it's super quiet and I've been being quiet, like, I hope... Okay, sorry. But I, get no, it's a, it's I get paranoid out of nowhere. It'd be reverse of last time if that were the case, because okay. I was, like, really quiet last time and okay, you were cool. louder. So, um, but yeah, it's good. Um, so this yeah. all leads into... Um, oh, wait, we didn't well, even hit on religion. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta yeah, hit sorry. religion real quick. Um, and faith. Well, okay, I don't like the word religion. So, like, faith and spirituality, we'll say. Yeah. Religion meaning, like, faith and spirituality yeah. to an extent. Um, and I do think there is, like... I think part of it is for some people um, that routine of tradition, and right? Like, yeah, and so like in that, that sense, can, doctrine yeah. that can provide a good, small, like not complete, but a, a partial right, right, sense right. of meaning and fulfillment yeah. from having a routine mm-hmm. way to do something it's that you feel benefiting, yeah. eternal, right? Yeah. Um, it's a structured life towards a bigger picture. That's something that people get meaning from. So that's where I would say religion provides meaning. Yeah. Whereas faith provides meaning in like uh, solidifying a moral code as well as personal connection with something that you believe give you, gives you value. Right. Like inherent, complete value that makes you worth something beyond anything you can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the Christian viewpoint. Um and I don't know necessarily exactly how it all fits into other religions because obviously I'm not a right, member. Right? Yeah. I mean, but, um, I'm actually but, taking a religion class next semester or a world religion intro to world religions, which so, sounds awesome. Which would be like cool. I would yeah. love to explore that. Well, okay, so here's the cool. So this is a side tangent. So there's this YouTuber, Cos- Cosmic Skeptic, and dude, mm-hmm. I'm so jealous. He's going to Oxford for freaking uh, philosophy and theology. And, and, um, he's, I guess he's studying different religions and stuff, or at least Christianity. Um, studying Christian religion at Oxford, I probably wouldn't do, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, so why did I feel the need to mention it? Well, I had a side rant about him and fulfilled potential. And I guess, I guess it was bouncing around in the back of my mind because like, I look at him as like, and I see so much of myself in him, but he's just, he's where he is his full like he's yeah. where he can most fully exhibit himself whereas with me it's like i'm i'm that except like in a rinky dink yeah. community college like not moved out i mean all yeah. this stuff yeah so um 
So, and that related to purpose and... Sorry, but you I know, just, if it, my if brain it, spit it out. My if brain it makes spit you it feel out. any better, he's probably spending a year or more at his parents' house right now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think he owns a place, but it, what do I mean? The thing is, okay, so the dude has, like, freaking 200K, like, subscribers. He talks to public intellectuals who are, like, 30, 40, 50, like, you know, like yeah. the typical dudes. It's like, um, he had an interview with freaking William Le- Elaine Craig, I don't which know is, like, is. he's this, like, older theologian dude. Mm-hmm. Like, very big name. Like, it's, I guess, what do I mean? And he's 21, and it's, like, it's, it's, yeah. what is it? It's so, like... But it's not the the thing that hurts the most about it is it's not novel it's not rocket science what he said like like it's all it's all on my level I guess it's yeah. like all on like I see a lot of myself like you in could him. be doing that right. right now he I guess I feel like he's a proxy for me like yeah you know, except except so it's like, painful but it's also potential. beautiful it's also hopeful yeah it's also but it's painful and because um, it feels like you're not fulfilling your potential right as good as you could be right uh, it's just anyway but sorry again, that's he, a side rant. That's that's, that's completely different circumstances though. So I don't yeah. think no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, it's there's there's a degree of like where were you born, but yeah. but still, it's like I mean, man. Okay, anyway, good, yeah. go on. Sorry, sorry. So we were talking but, about um, um, so um, re- faith. which has nothing to do with religion. Oh, that's why it's well, because he's, he's a religion. Yeah, he's a skeptic. He's like a big like uh, debunking things about the Bible and like going through yeah. and like um. And he had one video where uh, he was talking about how he's he has the same thing I have, which is like mm. this hell paranoia. Where yeah. even if you're shaky on whether or not hell exists, it's still so innate that um, oh, there's a yeah. ding. Well, no, it's okay. It's my phone. That um, there's no escaping it, and so that brings in the morality of like whether or not telling your kids about hell at a very young age will produce that kind of existential anxiety, or whether yeah. or not that anxiety would exist regardless. Um, is a question which it's weird. I have no control group. I don't know whether or not I would feel yeah. existentially insecure. Well, your control you group know. can be your children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, that's that's my other and that, that's what yeah. it ends up being. Uh, um, cringe. Yeah, because no, that's like I, you're I going to have that. to decide at some point, right? If you uh, have children, how um, to freaking tell them? What's the metaphysical narrative? What is the yeah. metaphysical narrative? What is the structure of our freaking household? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Anyway. So, um, what you you said, uh, you mentioned religiosity as providing a routine. What about faith and spirituality provides um, meaning? So faith and spirituality can give that, um, partially, I think that, um, that sense of like, I want to like, like sense of having permanence beyond your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, and that gives big meaning. Yep. That's like, and we talked about that last time. It boosts self esteem too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it has a lot of more, positive side effects, whether it's true or not. Because the one of the big points in uh, the six pillars of self esteem, which I reread the six pillars. Yes. Uh, just like briefly, like the head, like what they were named. Mm-hmm. I think I got a, a few. I mispronounced a few things. One of the pillars is, uh, self assertiveness, and Ooh. that. That key, that is so, you're way more assertive when you feel existentially secure. Yeah. Like, an eternal and immortal. Like, I'm immortal. The thought yeah. that, like, I'm immortal, you're going to be more assertive. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. So, anyway. Um, and so having, having something to kind of base your life's worth on, I think, is a big thing. Because, right. like, if you, if you are a Christian who has actually read some of the New Testament, you would know, you know, like, like, it, it tells you in the Bible explicitly, you are worth more than you could ever imagine. And it mm-hmm. says it in a lot of different ways, Old Testament and New Testament, but mo- a lot of it's New Testament. Um, God cares very, very much about what you are. Yeah. 
and that means um, that and since God is the ultimate provider of value, he's the ultimate source of value. You know, like he's the mind. He's the if he's the greatest mind, then he's the greatest attributor of value. Yeah, which means that if he values humans and what they do, then that means those that that means humans and what they do like objectively matters for all intents and purposes. Yeah, even if the even if the value is relative to God. That it doesn't mean it's relative to us because we're just so much lower than God. Yeah. Um, um, not that I'm sorry. I don't mean so. I don't think it, like I. I'm Christian in the sense that like I'm never going to be able to get over it um, because I like C.S. Lewis type. Yeah. I'm Christian because it makes sense. Uh, no, in, well, no. In I the mean, way that you can't like necessarily uh, disprove if I did it or like no even... no no you can well so so the thing is it's uh, well C.S. Lewis in the sense that like I believe treating it as the true myth is a way healthier view than like a dogmatic yeah we obey a fundament I'm not fundamentalist yeah. I guess is the word um, and then you know it, uh, there's a lot of and then you can't logically it's very it's a faith thing in my opinion um, yeah which, well, which you can't logically prove or disprove. Well, you can logically point to inconsistencies in the Bible and incoherencies um, in the Bible. But some people hold that. But but the view that I hold is that the Bible's validity doesn't equate Christianity's validity is my is my personal view, which is fringe and not um, and not widely accepted in my circles uh, because we're in the South. We're in the Bible Belt. So, yeah, that's not that's going to get me mugged. But not. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're riding the buckle. We're riding the buckle, Um, which you're Christian. So it's like so this is a good this is a good like my views on Christianity aren't quite like I'm not going to I'm not going to be like judgmental. Okay. yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Like no matter what. Right. Um, So like even if it's something I think is stupid, which I don't. Um, but yeah. like, even if it was, I wouldn't like say anything judgmental or anything like that. I wouldn't think anything, ju- but, um, that's, right. it's just, it's just, it's not going to serve as a barrier to like relating to yeah. people and connecting to people, you know, which um, is, which is if you are legitimately Christian, that's should be like a really high value is being able to like reach people despite differences like, because there are going to be differences, you know, if like the, the whole goal of Christianity, like I, I don't view it as convert people. I view right. it as tell people about it if yeah. they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like that's a healthier view. It, yeah. it says, you know, go out, spread the word, not go out, shove it down people's throats. Right. Um, right. Which yeah. this is kind of a tangent, this but it's, tangent. it's related in that it's relating to religion and faith. Right. I just feel um, like, I felt like we should nail down that stuff just for yeah. future, uh, reference because it's not it's something that I'm I like I'm I'm majoring in philosophy because I'm trying to like really nail down what that is for me. But and, I think and, and yeah. Um my my opinion on the Bible's validity versus Christianity, it's more I think the Bible like I haven't found anything that I have seen that's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I've read right. a good portion of it. Um I, I'm not I I can comfortably say most of it. I've I've got like out of my read the Bible in a year plan. I've got yeah. like thirty days left out of the three hundred something. Oh wow! So like so that's you've been cranking on. I, I've yeah. got most of it down, um, and that's not aside from all the other times that I've tried. But um, yeah, Leviticus. Like I felt the amount of satisfaction uh, I felt when I was nine, and I like the one book I read when I was nine was well, no, it was Genesis, Exodus, and then like Leviticus. Like I felt so. Dude, I was like, dude, numbers will kill you. I read Leviticus. Yeah, Leviticus <laughs> is better than numbers, which I thought numbers was better. Uh, but like, then I got old and woke, and I don't know. Yeah, and there there are interesting things in it. But um, but beside aside Sorry, from that, yeah. the whole point was I haven't personally found any inconsistencies. 
um, that right. are and the way I view an inconsistency is that it's not wording and it's not like it has to be something that the like I can't say is a human error. It has uh, to be a message that's wrong. It has wrong. to be a message instead error. of instead of like the, oh, there's a grammatical error here in this version of the Bible. Like obviously, right. people are gonna make mistakes it, it, when they're translating it and stuff like that. Right, and that makes me um, interested to like read it in the Greek or whatever. Yeah, which I don't, which I don't um, know Greek, so I would never read it in the Greek. But it makes me like faintly but like wonder. digging into those words is interesting. Yeah, like, like how much how much would change if I read it in the original? Like if Hebrew I find Greek. something that I think is interesting or weird or, like, something that I think is wrong, even. Right. Then I'll dig into, oh, what is this in Hebrew or Greek yeah. or whatever. And that's a big trend now and with, like, uh, like hipster pastors. It's like, okay, yeah. let's pull up the Greek on the screen. Yeah. And it's just the one word. It's like, so this actually means change. Oh, yeah. wow. And everyone feels smart for, like, two seconds. Then. It's like, no, this no, no, means no. change, it's but great, it can though. also mean difference. Wow. And it's, it's like, like, oh, whoa. Yeah. But then it's translated here as... hey. Not the same. Yeah, and yeah. it's like yeah, it's funny <laughs> but though. It can give you context that can clear yeah. up those. And Greek is really interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So like, and I also think in order to translate something into English, it's not going to make sense completely from like a foreign language, right? Because we have so many words. Like, just so many words in general, but so many words for every individual thing that it's not always going to make complete sense with everything. Like, your message isn't always going to come across perfectly, and that leaves room for error. Right, well, that's with any language, too. But the American language has so much room for error. Like, yeah, it's yeah. the most complicated one I've that. ever heard of. I feel that. I mean, like, um, I'll say something. Well, because the problem with English and the way we use English in America is that there, the key problem is there's so much subtext. There's so much yeah. subtext. The subtext is unreal. It's so unreal how many, like, implications and, like, uh, figures of speech and, like, yeah. all of that, all the idioms. And, like, like there's the connotation so much. in yeah. something could be way off. And I feel like yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. most of the inconsistencies in the Bible are. Yeah. Is, is it's a weird Connotation when the denotation is different and right. it should have been worded differently, right. but they were doing the best they could with the volunteer workers that they yeah. have translating it. Yeah. You know? It's just so interpretive. Like, and I feel that every day. Like, because I'll say, what I do is I, 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 I talk for long times for many reasons. My talkativeness is many reasons. One reason for talkativeness is that I try to cover all my bases because I realized early in life that people were misinterpreting what I was saying if I said it in a short and concise way. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know how to say it in the... Some people are really good at saying it short, concise, and then not leaving room for misinterpretation. I suck at that. I suck so bad. So I'll say something three different ways and then paint a picture, which just drives some people nuts. It drives me nuts hearing it from other people, but it's how English is. Yeah. It sucks. Because you can't just say something once and have it be the way you mean it. Yeah. Not yeah. not every time. Like, sometimes you can. It's like, oh, I want, like, chicken nuggets. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, that's obviously what you mean. But then, like, if it's like, oh, I believe this about this highly sensitive political issue. Right. What does that really gonna, mean? You have yeah. to drill down, especially when you're discussing something and the discussion has some sort of stakes and, like, philosophy. Like, that's when you really want to nail down definitions yeah. and stuff. So, oh, right, for, and law. Sorry. Philosophy, politics, law. Those are the three, like, define your terms kind of For fields. future reference, I personally, and I don't do this too often, but when I do, it's, like... Um, it's kind of outlandish. So I personally like to phrase something in a way that gives, like, gives an impression. Right. And then rephrase it 
and clear up exactly what I mean, but first, give yeah. that impression of, yeah. okay, this is part of what I'm trying to say. This is the meat of it. And then here's the bun and the lettuce and the tomato right, and everything right, right. else. Because people, because um, what first, people remember the first and the last thing, right? Yeah. But the middle can draw them into it, for draw them into the thought yeah. for long enough to be... To, and even to if numb they don't, the voice that, it, like, oh, this doesn't yeah. make sense, you know? Even if they don't get the full message, that that feeling, that emotional change that goes along with having something explained in the right yeah, way... Yeah, that's what I meant ...will yeah. change... Like, It'll help opinion. them accept it, yeah. even if they remember it. Because the difference between remembering and accepting, you know? It's like, yeah. you'll remember the, the beginning and the end, but if you don't have the middle, then whether or not they actually yeah. think it's... Worth, and the middle is yeah. where you can accept it, because the beginning is what it is. The end is what, like, the the, the desensitized, the yeah. like... Um, but then the middle is where you really get your point across. Yeah, oh, Even man. though it's not memorable... It's where opinions form and continue and, like, blossom from there into a held belief or a, like, one way or the other a held belief. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry. We went on a rant. Like, that was philosophy of language, and I never thought we'd be talking about that (laughs) because that's, like, one of my least favorite fields. But we ended up talking about that anyway, and it was really worthwhile. It was great. We should go back to um, I view myself as somewhat of a linguist, so I... Yeah. um, But... But, uh, that, yeah, we can go back to... Oh, uh, with meanings and stuff? Oh, oh, that was so... That was so philosophy of language. That was gross. Uh, <laughs> that was gross, because um, uh, that's not really my favorite. I mean, that's not... I feel like it's a waste of time most of the time. Man, I... But, but it was... I mean, it was good. It wasn't my waste of time. I yeah. didn't think I wasted my time. Yeah. All right. So... I guess I wouldn't um, listen to this if this was someone else's podcast, is what I mean when I say, yeah. like, I... Like, I feel like I didn't waste my time, but, man, someone else might be listening to that. Sorry, never <laughs> mind. No, you're not wasting your time. Stay, stay. What's the next thing? So, purpose... We have a flow. Um, we have a flow. Oh, no, yeah, we have gone. a flow yeah. chart. Um, so, next yeah. would be... Next up on our list, uh, next stop on the road trip is the purpose of our podcast. Oh, right, yeah. Um, Which, that was really vague. Oh, wait, I have it written down. It was intentionally vague. Um, yeah. So, our, our, our goal in this one is obviously delving deeper into purpose, but, um, but what we intend to do with you all um, in the future... No, in general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. in, in the future, the future of our podcast, where we're going with this... Uh, Part of podcast purpose is to self-actualize ourselves, not other selves, ourselves, by fulfilling (laughs) dormant potential. In me, this potential is words and ideas to be articulated in a concise and unique way, um, which means that I need to start podcasting and get good at saying things in my brain uh, in ways that make sense so that... And that are entertaining and unique. It can both further our communication skills... And uh, provide something entertaining on the internet. Yeah. Which everybody's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, if we have anybody listening to this, you know, they found it. Yeah. That's, they found something yeah. very entertaining, because obviously hearing us rant is wonderfully fun. Very, yeah, very fun. <laughs> very fun. And it's, di- I guess it's to help with my, um, the, the, the word, the, the, the word. Yeah, the dialect, the dialectic, the wording, the wording. It's the words. Yeah. I like, unique word, word choice is something that. That would be cool to do. Yeah, and that's something we can, like, we can accomplish 
changing our speech patterns and things like that. Uh, yeah. Philosophy of language. Yeah. Um, no, that's dumb. I just <laughs> oh, that's so dumb. That's so dumb. No, metaphysics and um, metaphysics and ethics are like the two most important realms of philosophy. Everything else can like take a hike. Like I don't. I mean, <laughs> philosophy of language is gross. Philosophy of oh, virtue ethics, like a subset of ethics, is mm-hmm. gross. Um, epistemology is mad it matters but it's just so boring and dry uh, epistemology is like a study of knowledge and like what it means to know something which that kind of blends with philosophy of language well i mean like biblical definition of knowing is very different right right yeah (laughs) he knew her i knew how to know yeah i knew a bunch of people i have a know house where we know a bunch of things in in the same house i don't i don't want to know what you mean we can uh, Uh. we're gonna have to edit this more than the last (laughs) Uh, one because this one's like a little no bit more... it's okay this is good this is good yeah and yeah. It's, we just have to wrap it up what's the last part so um with the purpose of our podcast obviously planning to an extent goes into it and we don't want it to be too mm-hmm. stuffy to where it becomes oh this is our script and we do this right but at the same time you don't want the like just the babbling on and yes. so you need some sort of a vague structure so we're just going to make flow charts every time uh, some subjects we might talk about like books we've yeah. read or like different uh, definitely there's so <clears throat> there's so many ideas so many big definitely some political science definitely some uh not political science political philosophy definitely some or um definitely yeah literature and and just everything everything man storytelling i mean but segueing on from that our our next point is uh, everything. I said everything, the, not everything. Not the everything. way that planning exclusivity affects, is identity. Sorry, exclusivity is identity. I'm the say. way that either planning or not planning affects a thing. So, um, artificial versus natural creation of a thing, an idea. Right. Um, oh yeah. And how yeah. much? How much fertilizing? How much planning do you go before what sprouts up is something? that is natural or isn't right Um, right right like when does it when does it go from like uh putting all of your ducks in a row to like just invite things in versus uh, like you're trying to like summon something that's not there you know what i mean like when does it when does it go from being you're 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 trying to fertilize the soil or you know when does it go from that to yeah. just trying too hard? You're just trying too hard, you know. It's like if you're if you have like a crush on somebody and you like stage yeah, a situation, yeah. like that's too far. Yeah. That's not natural. But right. if you like run into them on the street and you you could easily do nice like do something horrible, like horribly wrong. Like you could easily oh, be right. like so nervous mm-hmm. and like that's natural because you get caught off guard. Yeah. yeah. So how much premeditation so, like, I guess do you do with things? Yeah. How much premeditation is healthy? Is too is much. healthy? Yeah, yeah. And just um, philosophy of planning. What does it yeah. mean to plan? What's a good plan? What's a too far plan? I guess it depends on the thing. And yeah. What's the time horizon for the thing? Yeah. Obviously. So um, like on on Sweet Life on Deck or Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Uh, Cody, the had best. I mean, I think this is the richest. Plan. This is the richest source of like oh, yeah. uh, deep wisdom. Yeah. Not, yeah. So Cody has his nine month plan. And the Nine first months. six were view from afar. Right. And then the next one, the next two were view from slightly less afar. Yep. And yep. then the last one was where he actually started talking to her mm-hmm. in his plan. That's not how it ended up happening. Yeah. But 
Like, that's obviously way too sterile. That's way too yeah, plan-heavy. Yeah. Well, that's weird because usually people plan what they're going to do, and then they end yeah. up, like, watching from afar. Yeah. And, whereas he's just, like, he just knows, start, yeah. he's honest with himself. He's like, he well, I'm, not, I'm not actually uh, going to... You know, we need we need a solid three months for like when I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah, maybe four or five or six or six just to give leeway. You yeah, know? and then when I finally do get close, it'll take another two for me to just like really must just up the to just to, to look hi. enough to actually know yeah. that I want to talk to her. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I honestly with this whole question, I totally understand seat of the pants people more than I. Yeah, I you know I used to see people who. Uh, like we're spontaneous and stuff. I used to see them as like um, not as as naive almost. Yeah. And like you know, okay, you're living in the moment. You're very sensory. You're very. It's just you. You have no perspective. You you have no this. You have no that. Yeah. And while some of those things may be true, I definitely have way empathies empathy empathize. I I definitely un like understand where they're coming from. How, what's a yeah. phrase that isn't cliche? Like, seriously. No, it's, uh, it's like, I can re- I can realize how I could have been that, I guess, yeah. is my point. Is like, there are, there are You certain... recognize, like, the validity in that, that they are the way that they are, and that's okay, and that's not, like, a thing right. that's wrong. I, um, <clears throat> y- yes and no. I mean, I'm not relativist. Like, there are some behaviors that are just qualitatively better than others sometimes, or more conducive to their happiness. Yeah. Um, but... I guess I understand where a, you your upbringing could could condition you to uh, uh, put more priority on the here and now than yeah. the than the and that was the big that was the big thing humanity learned in the past like you know two three four hundred years was like sort of uh, delay of gratification kind of yeah you know because yeah everyone's for the average person your time horizon was like super short right and so you didn't have. You didn't have the luxury to plan ahead. You didn't have the luxury to... Uh, but then the thing is, giving yourself that luxury is so crucial in success. And yeah. so the, the few people who did realize that, like, got rich fast, you But know? that's the people who give themselves that luxury on a tight leash. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you give yourself, oh, I can do whatever I want because that's what I want to do, like, flying by the seat of your pants can take you a lot of wrong Places. Oh no no no! Um, I'm talking about the people who plan ahead. Oh okay. Um, so yeah yeah no, no no but yeah seat of your pants. I guess what I mean is even though being on the seat of your pants uh, in in many contexts it can get you into tons of trouble and in many contexts it's naive. Yeah. But, but I don't view those people as naive. I view the the behavior as one that won't be conducive. Well, at to the their same happiness. time though, it's more freeing than. So in that way, else. it might make them happy. And yeah. It might make them fulfilled. You know? But yeah. it depends on the end, I think. Yeah. Um, so if your goal is to relax and unwind, you're not going to... Most people can't accomplish that with a strict schedule right. that mm-hmm. you have to follow. You have to do this and this and this and this and this. Yeah. And, like, for the people who can, go on a cruise. But, like... Right. <laughs> but I... That's not me. That's and why, like, like, professions with, like, like very, like, further time horizons are almost oftentimes, like, huge anxiety pools. Yeah. Huge, like, doctors and lawyers. I mean, those people are, like, so burnt and just stressed yeah. and tense all the time. And it's because, yeah, that, that whole planning thing, it just goes counter to your natural, uh, you just can't relax, you know? You're not, it yeah. doesn't bring you into the moment uh, at yeah. all. When you know that, like, oh, there's this case, there's that file, there's this, um... 
there's this thing going on that needs attention or will need attention in the future that yeah. is something that I could take care of now. Like, you know, it's it, always something's occupying your time now, or you know in the back of your head that it is going to occupy, or the fact that it's yeah. going to occupy your time is occupying your time. Yeah. You know, and that, and that. And so that's where seat of your pants people, like, That's where really, I empathize with them. Yeah. yeah. It's like they realize, like, hey, I'm only here for, like, a little bit, and then I'm yeah. going to be dead. So, like, why am I freaking, you know, like. Yeah. So you got to use your time wisely to both ends, I uh, think. Yeah. Um, because you can I mean, easily... I guess saying it's a balance isn't really helpful. I guess the real question is, where's the balance? Which then you'd say it's a case-by-case basis. Well, what about the cases can give you warning signs what what in different Ooh, situations can give okay. you warning signs as to like okay this might be a planning yeah. time or this might be a what are some cues you know what I mean I think if it's relating to finances religion morality and long term relationships there needs to be at least like a good thirty to thirty to seventy percent planning okay yeah um, if it is something that is just for fun. I think that needs minimal, like, I think that could be, for for me to actually enjoy something like that, it would have to be 30% maximal. Gotcha. Um, so you're saying that the, the, the planning that goes into, like, those pillars of your life, I guess, those yeah. fundamental, like, deeper pillars, sh- you shouldn't let the, that seep into your, uh, like, relaxation, yeah. your day-to-day sort of um, going about your business just because that... Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you need to be yeah. flexible to an extent, but not in the ways that it counts. So, like, what you build your life on needs to be planned out enough that it's solid in your mind and you don't, you don't, like, you don't just, you're not just wishy-washy, like, mm-hmm. oh, you have right a, now you have I a believe. Rule of thumb, you know? Yeah. You have a rule of thumb, you have a compass, you have a star. Like, if you have, like, religious or moral or whatever beliefs, and they just turn on a dime, that's not healthy. Right. And that's no way, like, you're going to live your life So, in, in a way, making, making moral, so in a way, planning for and premeditating moral decisions is a good yeah. idea if you hold that part of your life to be, or is a good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you, if you hold that to be an important thing, but it depends on where well, you find your meaning. Well, I would say meaning. morality is important for everyone, but that's, I mean, well, I guess... Well, morality, right. yes, but religion, some right, people right. kind yeah, of... Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, that's what I meant, but morality, morality, morality. But then again, morality... Oh, man, I'm phasing out, man. Morality changes societally as well. We're, yeah. we're right at the end. We're on we're our right last thing. Right at the end, thing. cool. Um, okay, so, now that I'm fading out, it's just that I'm getting more, more like, everywhere. Yeah. I don't know, I'm less, I mean, this will, uh, yeah... Uh, last podcast but, was so structured. This one's good. This is good. This is okay. While, We're learning. We're while learning. you have your coherence. Okay. Relationships uh, and art. Oh, right. Yeah. So I think relationships <coughs> are art is my, is that was my big point because so what you realize, right. And, um, is that, is that relationships and art are both, are both self, self-expressive, right? It's this, it's this dynamic how is relationships? Oh, philosophy of art is so gross too, though. That's disgusting. But, no, no, no. But the point you made earlier was that both are becoming purposeless in our society. No, that's what you said. Well, I said philosophy. I, I said it. But I said, you were. You. I you said relationships like were, were art, and then you said that. And then you said that. Um, oh wow, 
that no no oh yeah 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 so what I said was relationships are are a form of art it is an art form yeah relationships are an art form each thing has its own style its own unique yeah uh, existence it can be beautiful there are different aspects of it that yeah. cause it to be because one or the because other. honestly like a lot of relationships is it's an act of dual interpretation I'm yeah. knowing and interpreting you and you're knowing and interpreting me and that's what happens between uh, someone who experiences art and then the art itself yeah. except it's more one way with art um and then mm-hmm. you said. You said, oh, our society is losing a lot of its uh, meaning in art. Well, yeah, because... You said a lot of art's empty in our society right now. And, and then is. I said, And then I said, oh, well... And then, oh, no, you said that as a counter to my point. You said that as a counter to my yeah. point. Well, what about arts... Be- and I said, well, relationships are becoming that, too. And so yes. It's, yeah. Okay. So it was, it was back yeah, and forth. It was back and forth. Um, Which, but yeah, because we, we sort of hash out these before... Hand a, a little, little bit. bit, not a not as bit. much as we like. Do. We sit down for like fifteen or thirty minutes and just sort of talk about what we're going to talk about. But but it's still. I mean, obviously, this still been sort of a like flippy floppy. Uh, uh, fl- uh, fl- like let it flow. Have it. Let it have its own kind of dynamic and yeah. It was it was doing. more flippant. Flippant. Was yeah, what I meant to say this word. was the most flippant recording ever. Um, um, but that's okay. It's more laid back, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's relationships are art, and it's it's and, and it, can, it's it's like art in the sense that when you appreciate it for itself and you don't use it as a means to an end, and you're you are and you're loving it, and what drives you to make it better is the love for what it is and what it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the same. I guess a lot of attitudes like that that you apply to art are so beneficial to also apply to relationships. Yeah, you know, because like art, you bleed for your art. You know, you bleed for your art. You. You try and make your art the best it can be, but you still love your art, you know. Uh, but but being codependent and making this one art your baby, in a sense, yeah. is not good. It's not yeah. you know. It, it's not your everything to the <laughs> point where you stake your entire existence and happiness on it because that kind of ruins the the that ruins the art because you're that, you're you're waiting on it, you're crushing yeah. on it too much, and it and can't it's the same with you, people. It can't fulfill that, right? It cannot fulfill that, and it's the same with people. If you look to your spouse or your f- friend or whatever and you say like look I just I need you if I'm going to be happy that's you're not going to be able to fully appreciate that yeah. person because you're trying to use them as a function towards your happiness yeah. you need to appreciate the person and that's why it's like art oh that's why it's like art it's like art relationships yeah. are like art oh that's such a good point man that's so see this wasn't a terrible podcast this was not a terrible podcast that thigh nice thigh slap. Oh, yeah. Thigh clapping. Bloop intuition. I need a different name, I guess, is the thing. Is I need a different name for this. But um, for now, for now, you can bloop. Yeah, bloop. Uh, it's so gross. It's such a cheesy, like, uh, bloop intuition. Intuition is good. See, what I did was I got Critique of Pure Reason, and there's so many, like, big, cool words in there. Mm-hmm. Not a great book because uh, they didn't value uh, clarity as much back then they just said like hey if i can just spit a bunch out it's like valuable or whatever it's just like great whatever um because like i have an abridged not an abridged i have a i have a translation i have an english translation a modern english translation of an english translation of the german and it's still like it takes me a while you can't passively read it you can't um i mean i understand more it's Oh, uh, there's such simple concepts, but like he tries to be so specific to the point where it's no fun reading, I guess. Yeah. Which uh, specificity versus vaguity is another good uh, topic. Anyway, in that book, I just flip through and I read and I find like words that 
are like really like fringe words, like really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, like who would invent this? Things you you don't hear. Yeah, and that's what's cool about philosophy versus like psychology, because psychology they don't psychology doesn't use cool words for its terms. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not. It's all this vague stuff that it like sort of combines. Like, um, uh, self-explanatory, self-descriptive. They take two terms that together yeah. describe what the meaning of the, the term but they is. don't make a new one but they don't make a new one it's like why would you not make a new one? it's so dumb anyway yeah um so i find these cool words and i'm like okay what would intuition that's the only reason intuition isn't isn't unique to that though that's the only unique. reason they don't call it a science is because they don't make up words they don't call <laughs> psychology a science they do the <laughs> psychology philosophy. Is considered, yeah well philosophy I, and that was a words. joke but oh like. okay sorry i didn't laugh no it's fine no it's um, okay hopefully somebody um, did yeah so so that's that's but intuition intuition isn't unique to it's a very common word in that yeah. he talks about intuitions a lot um it's there are so many cool i just want to find a really cool word in there and yeah. then like that's my new like uh name yeah. pod name or whatever yeah no that's gonna be cool that's gonna be really cool uh you are you still turtle duck or are you gonna change what? that i'm probably gonna stay as turtle duck for cool. a while at least okay i might i might change my mind next time who knows but i'll 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 be identifiable as turtle yeah. duck all right, this has been the Smooth Elbow Podcast. Thank oh, yeah. you so much. Keep for them smooth. Listening. No wrinkles. Yep, no wrinkles, no creases. Uh. Oh, the government. The government sees they have metadata. They have metadata on all of your butt fold creases and all of your elbow creases, all of the creases everywhere. And we can talk about that next time. Maybe. Oh yeah, is like Dude. all the Edward Snowden stuff and like yeah. the government and conspiracies. Which yeah. that's not a conspiracy. That's like real. So. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, a conspiracy just means something that's being covered up. Okay, then so that like, is a conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. All right. Uh, oh my gosh, it was recording, right? It has been saucy. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> bye. You want you want to sign out? How should we sign off? No, just bye. Okay. okay bye. Bye. <laughs>